What up, what up, what up? Hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Hey, I just want to let you know, I know everybody can't always support and donate uh, to the podcast, but hey, if you can do a one-time donation, I put up a buy me a coffee uh, link in this description of the podcast. So if you go to the description of the podcast, it'll be at the bottom, and you can just uh, go to that link and you buy me a cup of coffee, or two if you want. And uh, that would just help support the show, and uh, I can... I can wake up a little bit more and bring you more info so thanks for listening to the podcast if you can donate that would be much appreciated and let's get on to the show what up what up what up welcome back to lockdown universe home of the bizarre peculiar and unheard of stories of ufo legend and paranormal lore welcome back welcome back happy to be back hopefully you guys are doing awesome and taking care of yourselves so today we're going to look at a story about a creature that resembled a white, bald baboon with almond-shaped eyes in southern New Mexico back in August of 2008. So this story comes to us from phantomsandmonsters.com, and it's about a truck driver who witnessed a white baboon-like creature and later observed men in black, black vans, and helicopters. So this got like all the goods and everything you'd want in a story or maybe even a movie. So in this particular instance, the article states, and this is this is from the, uh, it was actually written by the semi truck driver. Okay, he states, I was in southern New Mexico. At the time, the date was 8-14-2008, at exactly 12.03 a.m. You know nothing good happens after midnight. I saw a white creature that looked like a bald baboon. It had large almond-shaped eyes, and it was squatting at the edge of Interstate 10. I slowed the vehicle to see just what I was looking at. The creature stood up on two legs and turned and looked. I saw it had spikes running down its back. They almost looked like the hair of baboons, but thicker and more elongated. I could see its hands, and they were primate-like. The face had the look of a baboon as well. I didn't have time to stop, because I had I had to make a delivery at home. Uh, we were going towards San Diego, California. I met up with other drivers at the port, and then we flew home. Four days later... We had a return trip on another delivery. This time, <laughs> in the same area, I witnessed men in black. A lot of them, with black vans, covered with antennas and some devices. I would not know how to describe it, but the vans were unmarked, and they were clearly looking for something in the area. I counted 24 vans and one on the edge of the road. I also saw some black op, OP says, choppers that were flying around in circles in the area. They definitely were looking for something on the ground. Could this be the same creature that I saw? So, in this story, it took place in southern New Mexico. What do we know about New Mexico? New Mexico has all the goods. New Mexico is where they have 
nuclear testing where they have Area 51 or they've got well, I shouldn't say Area 51, they got the Nevada, but they've got um, San Sandia Labs. They've got, um, they've got, uh, oh, what's the other one? They have the Atomic Energy Commission. Is that the right one? The Atomic, yeah. So they have all of those down there in New Mexico. Would it make sense that there would be some sort of other creatures down in New Mexico, some other kinds of entities down in New Mexico, maybe some that have escaped. Richard Doty stated, Richard Doty being of the Air Force Office of Special Investigations, stated that aliens would escape from their facilities from time to time, and they would have to go and basically trap these things. He would, he actually trapped one in New Mexico um, in the 80s. So it's not that uncommon that he might have actually seen either an alien from another planet or an entity that they had created in a lab down there in New Mexico. What I love about New Mexico is that there's, it's like the, they call it the land of enchantment, but really that's just a fancy word for, we got magic down here, bitches. So <laughs> they just have everything. They've got they've got bases, they've got labs, they've got underground bases, they've got they've got men in black. Um it's really interesting. I actually uh got to hear from a a family friend that one of their one of their parents passed away recently. Now they always knew that he worked for the Air Force. And he was a special investigator. In his obituary, they actually wrote that he was in the Air Force Office of Special Investigations. Also, his children would ask him, Hey, do you know if aliens are real? Do you work with aliens? Do you... Do you seek them out? Are you are, are you on some sort of surveillance team? He said yes. He said he said that, that's all I can say. He said I can't tell you anything else. He said whatever you think is out there, just multiply that by infinity. This is a true story. He wouldn't even tell his children exactly what he did, but when the, he when they specifically asked him, "Do aliens exist?" He said yes. And that he worked with, he worked in an office that was related to alien investigations. He was an office of special investigation, special investigator. The exact same job that Richard Doty had. Now, Richard Doty has proof of his employment there. So, it's really interesting to actually have this verified and... This guy moved all over the place. He moved um, all over the U.S. He moved. Uh, he was in Europe as well. Um, now you might think, well, Richard Doty was only in you know the United States. Well, you got to remember that we have bases everywhere: Germany, Japan, everywhere, Europe. So these investigators will move where they need to be moved, um, and so they can do investigations anywhere. 
And we have to have investigators elsewhere because, let's face it, alien ships don't just crash in the United States. So, you know, when we talk about these stories and we, we hear about these semi-truck drivers and you think, oh, they might be unreliable. Oh, that, that can't be. Oh, it's probably just somebody playing a prank on them. Um, well, nobody's going to be playing a prank in New Mexico <laughs> out, on, out on an interstate where there's just endless miles of desert. Okay, that's just not going to happen. Now, then we hear stories of Richard Doty, who comes out and says, hey, I was a men in black. But he was also part of a, a disinformation campaign office as well. So then you have to question that. But when, then when you hear stories about family friends who actually admitted that they worked with offices related to aliens and investigating aliens, then the stories become more real. The stories become more truthful. They, have, they hold more veracity. And it's easy for me to, to say this. And tell you this, it's harder for you to believe because you're not me. But when you get confirmation, if you have a friend or a family member that's, let's say that they, they admitted that when I died, I saw, you know, heaven or, or hell or, uh, or I saw a ghost. It's hard to believe that. Even if they're your friend. But if you experience it. And you tell somebody, you would hope that they would believe you, don't you? Or maybe you wouldn't care, but it did happen to you. So when you hear these stories, people tell you these stories, you have to, you have to say, could this really be real? Is this really real? I've always believed. But then when I hear these stories, family, friends that actually participated in some of this stuff, it's, it's, it's just unbelievable. It's just mind-blowing. I will leave it at that, and I will bring more info. So what about this baboon alien thing? Do you believe it's real? Have you ever heard of any stories that represent an alien like this? Most aliens that I've heard of, you know, generally are kind of like, you know, darker in skin, you know, or Bigfoot-like, have hair that's brown or black, you know, or, the, you know, the one down in Virginia that had, like, the brown oily skin. Or, you know, the reptilians that have scaly skin. I haven't heard of too many, like, white hairy ones other than maybe, like, a Yeti that, you know, is kind of like folklore. Um, and I haven't heard of too many actual stories of somebody seeing, like, a white Bigfoot. But maybe that's something worth researching. So I might, I might dive down that rabbit hole. Anyway, guys, I hope you're having a great day taking care of yourselves physically, spiritually, emotionally. Uh, taking care of your hobbies and your goals and your dreams, you know, take care of yourselves in all the ways that, that are needed, not just, not just one aspect, but you got to do all of them for it to be effective and continue to question the universe around you till next time, guys, take care. Lockdown universe out.